Hello, this is the Jason Manford podcast, and this is Jason Manford, the human, uh, introducing it. So if you want to have a little listen uh, this week, then, uh, oh no, you're already listening to it because you've downloaded it. God, I'm an idiot. Anyway, it's been a long morning. Uh, we've had Rob Rouse on this morning. Say hello, Rob. Hello, Rob. <laughs> He's a very funny man. And we uh, not only had the big moan this morning, of course, as we often do, uh, we talked about fixing things. We talked about being told off uh, yep. when you're a grown-up. And uh, there's a little clip of uh, uh, Jeremy Hunt uh, being uh, told off by John Burko as well on there, which is very funny. So, Genuine highlight for me, I'm sure it'll make the podcast, is your little daughter's revenge action. <laughs> yes. So listen out for that. The, tro- a the trophy story, and um, and 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 likewise uh, your uh, your bin story as well, which I I, was I, very funny. I can't go there again. <laughs> no, that was too it's too painful. Uh, so this is the podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe, whatever that means, uh, because um, it's like number sixty-five. It's behind stuff that's not even funny. So um, <laughs> please do that. Thank you. Matters. Good morning. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well. Uh, I'm joined this morning by Rob Rouse. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, everybody out there. <laughs> Have you? Uh, that's that was like school. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, <laughs> Jason. Good morning, Mr. Downs. I'm assuming he's still listening. I'm sure he probably Nigel is. Nigel Downs. Legend. Hell of a head teacher. <laughs> Made the fatal mistake, actually, of living uh, in the, high up in the Peak District, so whenever there was even a whiff of snow Off. down at ground level, school was shut for a week. <laughs> Brilliant. We loved it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> if you're up and about this morning, 8, 12, uh, 15, I was, uh, I was just about to explain uh, off-air to, uh, to Rob what we usually do at this time in the morning, but as we've started the show, you may as well uh, listen in when everyone else listens in. Uh, we have a big moan. We have a, we have a nice Sunday morning big moan. Essentially, when I did uh, breakfast radio uh, in the week, uh, the, the boss there at XFM Manchester he used to say to me, never moan about being up early. Even though we started at six, never moan about being up early because the people listening on the way to work are uh, don't want to hear that because you, you're in a nice warm office uh, studio and uh, you're going to be finished by ten. There were issues with the heating in that building, that yeah, should be well, pointed out. Yes, you're quite right, of course, you were in there as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was the big the big rule for him. But I think, personally, Sundays, all bets are off. Fair enough. And even let the Queen have a moan about getting up early. Oh, yeah. Hand. You know what I mean? Why, Philip. why is one up? Yes, they're quite. Why is one up? One didn't even need a wee. <laughs> exactly. So, 8, 12, 15... Uh, is the text this morning. If you are up and about, or you can always give me a call. Uh, nobody ever does, but I always like to say the phone number anyway. Audible 30 123 1215. Bowie's to start in the morning. Yeah, what, what you Bowie. Bowie. I always say, I've always got a thing with that. I always say Bowie instead of Bowie. I don't think, uh, I don't think David you. No, I think it changes. I don't think, and generally we don't think you mind it either. I have a thing like that. I, t- I had a, a big argument with my kids the other day about, um, uh, who we went to see the Jungle Book. Yeah. And, uh, I've been calling him Mowgli, yeah. the kid, yeah, yeah. Mowgli, well, you know. <laughs> but it's not, it's Mowgli, and they say it all yeah. the way through, Mowgli, I felt like a right idiot. You can call him Mowgli, I think it's alright. I mean, he's made up, so we don't, yeah, that, that's, exactly, less yeah. in, that's less important than a real person, yeah. but... Wolves can't actually raise a baby. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, of all the things uh, that that you could pick up on that film as, yeah. as being wrong... There's a glaring error right at the yeah, top. Yeah, there's, there's a singing bear. Yeah. I mean, that film could have been a lot shorter, couldn't it? It could have just been a wolf rubbing its tummy. <laughs> An empty basket. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. Uh, Rob Rouse joins us. Keeping it light. <laughs> no, just keeping it light. <laughs> right, kid. Good morning. 
<laughs> if you are up and about this morning, uh, do let us know why. Why you're up? What's the What's the reason? What's the thing that gets you up on a Sunday morning? Uh, just usually uh, children just coming yeah. into the bedroom. Yeah. What is that? Uh, I don't know why they're up. I don't know why they're up. They just love it, don't they? Yeah. They just They just the joy of being alive. My kids love the morning so much they sometimes get up before it. Yeah, just to check it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm ready. Just I'm to ready. wake the birds up. Yeah. No so, matter how much stuff I put in front of their door as well. And, and often, the later they go to bed, <laughs> the earlier they rise. Yeah, they just barrel through it. Oh, like they're not Yeah, I can hear them. Like, it's like a Krypton Factor challenge. Yeah, they can even remove uh, those kind of, you know, you know, not the new screws that not like crosshead screws. <laughs> the ones that are like the sick hexagonal screws. Wow. They can even get those out, yeah. Best start leaving your toolbox in the, yeah. in the room. I swear my daughter owns a Dremel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, right, even though my mum denies it now, I'm pretty sure my mum used to tie a scarf around our door uh, and, and so we literally couldn't get out. It probably and she happened. denies it now, but you know in the 80s when, like, safety and that, yeah. and if there was a fire, nobody cared, sort of thing, like... Yeah. It definitely happened, and she there, denies it. There, I mean, there weren't helmets in the 80s, were there? <laughs> no, nobody cared. No, no one cared. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got some text in this morning. Uh, up and about, on the way to White Hart Lane to work. Hoping that my beloved Spurs clinch second on this boiling hot day. Uh, there was, uh, my, my first tweet this morning, actually, uh, when I... Was when that I, from a footballer? <laughs> that was from a footballer, yeah. <laughs> on the way to Harry, work. From Harry Kane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first tweet this morning was probably the most depressing reason to be up this morning, but quite, like, nice as well. I quite liked it. Was, uh, it was from Kath Barton, who, who, who tweeted both of us, actually, yeah. Rob. Uh, she said, I'm up to put washing outside whilst the weather is this good. Oh, just I mean, early work, Kath. Come on. Live a little. She'll be good till about, I'd say, I reckon about 1,500 hours, then you've got to bring that in, Kath. <laughs> have you looked at the app? I have. Otherwise, yeah, you'll get, you'll get that kind of slightly damp, you know, yeah. and then it starts to smell cheesy. I did it. <laughs> got to go back through, with it? Yeah, it's no good. The app, uh, that weather app on your phone mm. that you... Uh, I, I checked it the other day because we had, I had the kids this week and I thought I'll have, oh big plans big plans we'll do loads of stuff and it said thunder and lightning yeah. all day Saturday all day Sunday it was That's very alarmist it was it? yeah it was like big big news don't yeah. plan anything so I, I cancelled plans booked some things for indoor fun all that stuff woke up woke up Saturday morning beautiful I yeah. mean beautiful it was cracking the flags wasn't it yesterday ridiculous yeah. beautiful went on the app said uh, sunny all day and there's no like. Paper trail. Mm. It's no. like the app. Yeah. <laughs> the app basically go, but me, I, I, I would never say that. Yeah, that, I, th I think it, maybe it's run by uh, Michael Fish as a parting <laughs> shot. Yeah. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. I'm joined by Rob Rouse this Good morning. Good morning. Old friend. Yes. How long have we known each other? Uh, we've known each other for, um, since the 50s, I think. Yeah, I think it has been that long. <laughs> yeah. Since black and white. Yeah, I think you lent me some Brill Cream back That's in right. 1951. Never had it back. Yep. We've got some of them old, those old stories, me, you, Sinatra. Yeah. Crikey. Used to share a, a pair of spats back in the day, didn't we? <laughs> Good times. And a splurge gum. <laughs> we actually didn't get booked together that much on the circuit because we no. were quite similar, I guess. Well, not, not us, I think your career took <laughs> off. Well, I don't know about Usually. Well, sometimes. <laughs> it has its moments. <laughs> but you've just done something uh, exciting, haven't you? Yes, I, I've just uh, been very... Uh, what can only be described as some kind of um, uh, administrative error. I was, I was, <laughs> I've been booked... Uh, I, I played a part in a new BBC sitcom starts on Brilliant. Monday at 10 o'clock. And quite a big... 
deal, isn't it? Who, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's called Upstart Crow, and it's about uh, William Shakespeare before he was famous. And it's Ben Elton's new uh, Ben Elton's new, new one, yeah, and it's kind of in that Blackadder kind of uh, rhythm. Perfect. Which That's is, where yeah, we want him. Oh, so much, absolutely. That's yeah. where we want Ben Elton. It's amazing. And David Mitchell plays Shakespeare. Oh, perfect. And, and I couldn't think of a more fitting person to play him. If you <laughs> sat down <laughs> yes. and thought about it hard, you couldn't, could you? Yeah, absolutely. And he, he's a, he was brilliant, and uh, Harry Enfield plays his dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paula Wilcox plays his mum, Lisa Tarbuck plays his wife. Love Lisa Tarbuck. Oh, she's amazing, isn't she? Where she's... is she? What is she? She just sort of knocked stuff on the edge. She just, she like, ju I think, I, I think worked with her just... loads and then she was like, nah, not bothered. I think she's just so good, she does what she wants to. Yeah, she is fabulous. She's great on the radio as well, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Really yeah. good. She puts you in a good mood. Yeah, she is. So when's that on? That starts on Monday at, uh, this Monday coming at 10 o'clock on BBC It's 10. almost like these bookings, uh, of our co-hosts, uh, are topical, but it that's is. totally random that like you're on the show. It's a complete accident. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw who was on the comedy store in Manchester yeah, yeah, last yeah. night. I was like, oh, get, get Robin. Get Robin. <laughs> I could cope with him for three hours. Oh, yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text. Uh, if you are up and about, why? This is what I love about this, um, yeah. This text game uh, of uh, of moaning because the randomness you get. Mm. So uh, we've got one here. I'm off uh, to sort out my pigs and pony before coming uh, back to carry out seven beehive inspections with a group of new beekeepers. Oof. That's uh, that's that's a random one. I mean, you're an animal lover, aren't you? I am. Yes. When uh, we met, you had a pet duck. Yeah, we had a pet duck, Shaniqua. R.I.P. Yep. But uh, and then uh, we ended up getting a dog, and then had two human babies. Yes. There was a point when the duck was in the flat wearing uh, we. A holster which contained a nappy, which would uh, be situated <laughs> under the keel of the bird. <laughs> and there was a little lady called Nancy in America who used to make up, you'd measure the bird from the back of its neck to the point of its tail, and then she would bespoke, make this kind of nappy. A duck harness, nappy. A duck nappy that you pop half a baby's wow. nappy in. And the duck would discharge into the nappy and it would kind of recoil so like So you could have an duck. indoor duck. An indoor duck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a pet. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Uh, Chris and Nick are up off to watch show jumping at Badminton Horse Trials. Yes. That's the sort of classy listener we have. That, that is, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a bit of class, isn't that it? That is, isn't it? Because like, you don't know like Chris and Nick, could, that could be men, that could be ladies. It yes. could be a couple. Absolutely. Sounds... The 90s, you know, you don't know. <laughs> it's all modern. Yeah. I'm, I'm not judging. No. I'm not judging. Whatever no, you want. There's no judgment here. Whatever you, whatever you want. You go watch those horses. <laughs> I love those, um, you know, when you get to an age of people who start um, having to obviously say they're not homophobic because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't bother me yeah. I don't bother, do what you want in the comfort of your own home two adults hey, as long as you don't shove it down my throat no, I mean, you know what I mean yeah. uh, we are up uh, because my husband Gary is now going to mend the click and collect vans for Tesco's as he is a refrigeration engineer God, that is, that is some graft that is a graft isn't that it? is graft isn't it getting the, all the, the gunk out of a fridge mechanism. And they need properly fixing. I saw something, not necessarily Tesco's, but I saw something the other day that, that they need washing, them ones. They, they, uh, they need washing, uh, those uh, those vans, like proper hosing down yeah. at the end of a day. Yeah. That's the thankless job, isn't it, the old... Because uh, I do, I quite like the Tesco online order. Yeah. But um, what I, I really enjoy is the surprise element uh, when they come to the door and go, we didn't have this, so we replaced it. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally random, isn't it? this paddling pool. <laughs> Exactly. Sorry, mate, we didn't have any uh, peppers, so uh, there's, uh, we've got a tampon for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, what? Well, that's not the same. I'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. If you cook anything long enough, <laughs> it's fine. It's about releasing the natural hummus. Sugars, isn't it? Hummus makes everything nice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you are up and about, uh, do join in and tell us why. Why you're up so early on this beautiful Sunday morning. Travis.
Morris on Absolute Radio. You're right there, Rob. Yeah, just very soporific and um, <laughs> and just kind of gently massaging that song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you forget some, sometimes songs are like, a bit like that. You forget that you've got to. They can just catch you out, can't <laughs> they? Do a bit, yeah. Oh, God. yeah. yeah. Oh, we're on the radio. <laughs> just, just stepped, looked into the void of human existence. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Ralph joins me this morning. Hope you're all very well on this Sunday morning. Hope it's lovely where you are as well. It's absolutely beautiful here in it's Manchester. Lovely, yeah. We're at the Key 103 uh, studios here in Manc. You were at the comedy store last night? I was, yeah, which was a lot of fun. A Any crazies fun. in? Any crazies? There were a few crazies in. I think the... <laughs> The, the the effect of the first kind of hot days of of, <laughs> yes. of sun in Manchester and and and, and beer I think yeah. collided in in an astonishing cocktail of which, which turned out to be very good natured excitement yeah some some quite random behaviour it's it's weird when you um, start looking out and and audience members have got shorts on yeah that is I always think that's weird it's unsettling yeah isn't it's it? weird yeah. Right, mate yeah we're doing? when it's still, during... a, it's still a theatre. Yeah, exactly. It might yeah. not be Shakespeare, but have a bit of respect. It's got to be a base level kind of standard we uphold. <laughs> Come on, mate. Yeah, of, of attire. <laughs> there was a, a very strange moment where they, um, sometimes, obviously, the punters go to the loo between the acts. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. And uh, one fella tried to access the lavatories via the stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, was... just, he just walked on. <laughs> Said, can I go to the loo behind there? Said, <laughs> I just turned around and said, there isn't a loo behind no. there. Isn't yeah. it weird when, um, because we're so, like, brave, and I would do inverted commas if we were on, on telly, but uh, we're so brave on stage. Yeah. Until someone breaks the fourth wall and Very comes strange. into our zone. Yeah. And then we become, the, uh, like, a child, where we're like, you're not supposed to be here! Yeah, yeah. what happens now? Yeah, I've had it maybe twice in my whole career where someone's come on stage. Uh, one guy tried to attack me in Liverpool, I remember that. Uh, and uh, a doctor, of all people, as really? well. Yeah, not like, you know, when I said that, you'd oh, be some scally or something. No, a doctor. He wasn't staging an intervention. No, he was hammered. <laughs> he was hammered. <laughs> a medical intervention. Absolutely hammered. It was a Christmas do, and his, uh, and from where I was stood, my vantage point on stage, I could see him with this younger girl in the office, wearing clothes that, obviously, he's never seen her wear before. Yeah. And uh, she was showing a lot more flesh than she probably does yeah. at the doctor's uh, surgery. And uh, he was being a little bit, like, gropey and a bit sort of... And she, I could see she was uncomfortable, so I thought, well, there's not a lot I can do on stage other than rip him till he stops, like, really yeah. rip... So I just went for it. And I was taking the mickey out of him. He was about 30 years older than her as well, so I yeah. went for it, went for it, went for it. Yeah, kind of, the natural order of the world needed it doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You've got the mic, you're the alpha, you can decide what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, I'm the beta alpha. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, and it worked to a point until he uh, stormed on stage with a, a bottle in his hand. No way. Uh, to, uh, yeah, I mean, luckily he was a doctor, so I'm, I'm sure he would have fixed me up straight away. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, it, in the end, luckily, he was so hammered that he fell and broke his own arm. My yeah, God, no. oh, this I serves know. it right. Yeah, it was a little bit of the natural order of things. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I imagine, hopefully, yeah, no one went to his attention. <laughs> well, two bouncers did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're quite good at mending broken arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're known for it. 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning, if you are up and about. Uh, there's a fella here on his way to netball with Helena playing for Oldham Netball under 12s. Which Come is on, the... Helena! Come on, that's from Dad. And uh, we've got uh, James, uh, Jamie Fuller, who says... <laughs> Morning, Jason and Ross, or is it is it Ross? I can't hear very well. I'm listening on medium wave. <laughs> He's not <laughs> That's sure. Beautiful. It's Rob. We've got Rob Rouse. It's a... <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> but together it sounds like Ross. But it's Rob Rouse. Uh, have you got any coming? In? The nice one. Um, th this is good. There's someone te texted and said, uh, "Hi, Jason. I've just I've just destroyed my screen. It's back. Oh. Uh, I'm the girl you took to Stepping Hill, which I see is hospital, isn't it? It's a hospital, yeah. On New Year's Eve a few years ago after getting run over. Thanks again. 
Crikey, yeah. Look at you, superhero. What's that, that about? That was a while back. Uh, that was, um, yeah, just, well, literally what she said. I was driving. I didn't run her over, by the that, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah get it. Right, come on. <laughs> I, um... I was driving, and uh, I'd never seen an accident before, like, in real life. Yeah. I just managed to avoid it all. I've seen, like, cars bump into each other, yeah. little ones, but this one, it was awful. Oh. Like, this couple walked across the road, and the car cut across, and, uh, oh, this girl, I mean, fair play to her, she, it was, she went high. Oh, my God. I know, I thought something's happened here. But anyway, she managed to get up and yeah. sort of wander off but, uh, onto, uh, onto the pavement, and, uh... So I was the first in the queue, so at the, at the lights. I had my nana in the car. Yeah. And uh, we were actually just going home for uh, for a New Year's Eve, you know, just a little little bit of a, a sherry. A little bit of spread. Yeah. A bit of a spread at my mum's. And, uh, yeah, so I said, she was looked all right. I said, right, you, you better get in, because by the time we ring an, an ambulance and all that, you know, you, you'll be, it's freezing, you know. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. I, yeah, just drove her up there to the... To the hospital and chops her off. It's got to be Reg done, hasn't it? Regular hero. Got to be done. Oh, well, the, the main thing was she wasn't bleeding. And yeah. I, I, if she'd have been bleeding, I think I'd have looked at the leather seats in the back of the Jag and I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Let's, are, I'll wait with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait with you for the ambulance. <laughs> That's the kind of situation where it's good to have your nana in the back, isn't it? Yeah, no, it was you know good, actually. Things that make you panic and someone with experience. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, I've been through a war, I've seen all this. Yeah, she's all right. Don't worry, you'll be, be all right. Put a bit of spit on that. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bit of, I'll tell you what you need for that, vinegar. Yeah. A bit of baking soda. Or a wet paper towel. I'll fix that right up. Yeah. <laughs> Just suck on a bit of lead. That'll fix it. That'll fix that. Wrap it in asbestos. <laughs> Never does us any harm. <laughs> Just 8.12.15 on the text. Uh, if you're up and about this morning... This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What I like about uh, when I say in the morning, uh, what are you doing on a Sunday morning, is um, the randomness of oh, yeah. what people are up to. Why are you up at this hour uh, is uh, is what I ask every Sunday at 8 o'clock. And the randomness, I mean, because what you get, what I love about it is you get the people coming in from a crazy, uh, just wild night on a Saturday night where they're just stumbling in at 8 o'clock in the morning because it, it was a hell of a night. Uh, you've got those people still hammered and, and, and have taken all sorts of things and they're wandering into their house uh, about <laughs> to do breakfast, listening to the radio. And then you've got people up early going to church. Yep. So you've it's got like for a portion of the Lord. <laughs> it's absolutely the, the the polar opposites of society. It's a melting pot, isn't it? That's what I love about it. Uh, so we've got uh, uh, John, who's up this morning. We're up because uh, uh, oh, we're up because we're going scuba diving in a quarry in Preston. <laughs> That's Joe and Russ uh, driving from uh, Shrewsbury. Uh, hi, lads. I'm up preparing the Sunday roast. This happens a lot. People yep. get up early to prepare the Sunday dinner. So that's, that's yeah. That's a thing. That's a real, that's yeah, an early that's, start, isn't it? That's Tracy. She says, uh, hoping to chill in the garden with a pims later. Have a great day. And Kate, off to teach 40 babies to swim. <laughs> that's what she's doing. Take her down the quarry, Kate. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely go. day. <laughs> uh, Lisa says, hi, Jason. I've been up since half four, doing overtime at work, uh, working in an automotive factory in Birmingham. Very dull. Anyway, keep up the good work. Love the show. Uh -oh. I like it when they put that. That's, uh, have you ever like been on... Steve Wright, I was going to say, have you ever been uh, on Steve Wright's love show? Love the show. <laughs> Every single oh, day. Love the show, Steve. Uh, anyway, that's from there, but it love the show. Right. I, I is mean, everyone I, right, though, or does he just say that at the end? I think it's become a thing. Like, yeah. I think he says it so much. If but, you've ever listened to Steve Wright on radio, so I'm sure you have, everybody has. Yeah. Uh, he's an absolute legend. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's become a thing because... I think he might have made it up at the beginning. 
Yes. And now everyone just says, love the show. We could do a similar thing here, couldn't we? <laughs> we get a little phrase in. Oh, we've got one here, actually, Jason. It says, I'm up, uh, I'm up, Jason, but took a sedative at four as I went to bed having fallen asleep in front of the telly. Takes all types. Making waffles for the kids. Quite hazardous. Martin, loving oh, yeah. the show. <laughs> Sleepy waffle making. That's dangerous. You've got to be, it, gotta yeah. be careful there. Do, do be careful there, Martin. Now, I had a, a moment this week where, um, I, uh... My daughter's bike chain and front tyre just stopped working. Mm. I don't really know what happened, but it just stopped working. And they were cycling around, the, playing around the garden, and uh, and it just stopped. And she she shouted me out, and I, and I dread that moment, Dad. Yeah. Something's broke, and can you fix it? I'm the only person around. Not even just the only man. Like I'm the only person around. <sighs> so I'm like, okay, fine, fine. Because my ex-wife was actually quite handy. Like, I'd, I'd mm -hmm. let her do quite a lot of those sort of things. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, all right, let's have a look. So, I turned, I picked the bike up and turned it upside down. Classic. Classic. Yep. Just, I, I looked at it, I thought, God, it's a long time since I've seen an upside down bike. You um, never forget it, though, do you? <laughs> you never forget it first. You never forget it. <laughs> anyway, managed to fix the chain, whatever happened, and, and the front tyre, the brakes there, fixed it, put it out, and, I, and my daughter looked at me. Like I was an absolute hero. Superb. It was a lovely moment. And I thought back to uh, when I was... Um, so there's two topics here. There's two yeah. We're going to start with one, and okay. then we're going to do another one in a bit. Right? Great. The first one is this, right? When I was a kid, there was a guy called Ralph Frame, mm -hmm. right? He was my friend Clifford's dad. Clifford Frame. Clifford it's Frame. A great name, it's a great name. It's a great kid's name, isn't it? Yeah. Great kid's name. And uh, who, um, when, as a kid, is, is quite quite a, a geeky, nerdy-looking lad. But I'll tell you what, I saw a picture of him on Facebook the other day. He's grown into his looks. What does he do, Clifford Frame? He's, uh, he sells Teslas now. Fan what, that, that's those really the expensive electric expensive cars, cars, isn't it? Oh, he's done all right for himself for he's uh, done fine, yeah. council estate lad. Yeah, yeah, council estate lad. And he's uh, saving the environment. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, keeps trying to get me to buy one. <laughs> Just via Facebook. Back off, Clifford. <laughs> anyway, what I was thinking of was this. I think every road, right, when you were a kid, or every area, every neighbourhood when you were in an area, they had, like, just a local legend, right? They had a local hero. Yeah. Ours was Ralph Frame. He fixed bikes, and after, if he if he did a good job, like, to a point where your dad went, that has to be thrown away. Yeah. You would go, I'll just take it to Ralph. There's a chance There's he, a could, chance salvage he it. could save this. Yes. And then he would come in and he'd get, he'd be like, clear, and he'd fix it. <laughs> yeah. He would fix your bike. And then uh, later on, your, my dad would then buy him a bit of tobacco and uh, drop it around as a thank you. That was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how it worked. That was how it worked on Nettleford Road in Wally Range, Manchester. That was how we go. So he was our local legend, right? Great. So I want this morning, for the next half an hour, we're going to give a little shout out to those local legends from back in the day. Brilliant. So it might be. It, I mean, it might be a nutter who you just who just you thought was hilarious, um, and maybe it was just something you saw every day. I, I remember we saw Big Dog, uh, Big Man, Little Dog was a fellow we saw every day. Yeah, he was just a big man with a little dog. But that's what we, we never spoke to him. He just walked down the road, walking his dog. Big man, little dog. We, so, we had a we had a fella years ago. I used to live in uh, so in Southfields, which is quite near Wimbledon. Mm. There was a fella called John who was lovingly known as John the Pirate. He yeah. was about six foot eight. Yeah. Big long white beard, Perfect. pirate headband, always wore shorts, whatever the weather. Yep. And he One taken it upon himself to welcome every single person who came to Southfields <laughs> to Southfields. Yep. Which would mean a firm handshake. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, but he, he always had his kind of lager in the other hand. Brilliant. And his shorts always, I mean, it's not rude, but they had they had a certain <laughs> amount of weight in them at any one time. Of course. But he was a very friendly man. Yeah. And he, and he went into overdrive, his business, obviously, during Wimbledon, because that was a stop people come off 
to get to the tennis club. Oh, I've and it was it was just, it was it became a spectator sport itself. <laughs> yeah. Watching John welcome well heeled tennis fans, hundreds of thousands of people who were trying to walk up from the tube station at Wimbledon. <laughs> he was a genuine hero. Amazing, amazing, amazing man. But he always helped old ladies across the road. Love it. And all that. Kind That's of what stuff. we want. So we want those those childhood heroes. Eight, twelve, fifteen. It could be your mate's dad. It might just been a, a woman on the road who made cakes. Whatever it is, let's give him a little shout out this morning uh, on Absolute Radio. Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text for those heroes. Manford. And this morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by Rob Rouse. Good morning. And we're talking uh, childhood heroes, local heroes when you yes. were growing up. The people you sort of remember uh, fondly for, for whatever reason. Mine was, uh, I mentioned, uh, Ralph Frame, which mm. is a great name for someone who fixes bikes. Cracking name, yeah. It was as well, really great. Yeah. I mean, even as a ten-year-old. His wife, I... Jean Saddle. <laughs> yes. Even as a ten-year-old, I spotted that gag. I mean, that's when I knew comedy, was, comedy yeah. was for me. Yeah, he was... frame, he fixes bags. I want to some Come on, this is, this, this <laughs> stuff writes itself. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 on the text. We're giving shout-outs to those people who fixed your bikes, made your cakes, looked after your dog, whatever it was. Local characters, local yeah. Local characters. Or it could be just the, the people in the neighbourhood. You mentioned... Well, uh, I, I just, this is, this is lovely. This, for me, is what kind of radio is all about. Yes. It's the eyes and ears of the world, isn't it? Of course. And I mentioned a fella called John the Pirate, who used to... Uh, uh, well, well, still, as it turns out, still does roam the streets of Southfields yes. in southwest London, where I lived for a brief period. And his job was to unofficially welcome everyone to Southfields. Lovely. Six foot eight, dressed like a pirate, <laughs> can of lager, very friendly, firm handshake. <laughs> Great. And uh, we've had two people have just said, yeah, Pirate John is still patrolling Southfields and, and Putney. If he's not a pirate, he's Santa. That's from Marion. I didn't even know John patrolled Putney as well. Well, that's the pirate in him. It is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's taking always, over new territories. He's always conquering new, yeah. new or, areas. Or maybe he always had two. He always had two kind of runs. Why and would I never you know knew about it? Exactly. Do you only ever see him Nothing in to do with you, Southfields. And then, John does. And then we can triangulate this spot with another another person. Says, yes. yeah. Hi, John is still here in Southfield. Still That's there. from Gary, yeah, so we know for definite John's still there. That makes me inordinately happy. That's great, I love that. Uh, so if you've got a, a hero, uh, a local hero, I like this one from Carl in Grimsby. He's gone quite, uh, like, proper on okay. He says, uh, hi guys, my local hero was my football coach in the early 90s, Ray Kitchen. Oh, That's a good football name, isn't, name, isn't it? it? Yeah. Uh, the first non-family member to have a profound effect on me. Great bloke, very kind, and pushed us all to be our best. That's the big thing, isn't it, with childhood, like isn't it? When you meet people who are outside of your immediate family. Yeah, who, who don't have to be nice to you. Yes, and they just are. And they just are. Because there are good people out there, aren't there? That's the thing. Well, I think the thing to remember, Rob Rouse, yeah. is that most people are good. They are, aren't they? And I think we're gradually, through media and various other things, are starting to get to a point where we presume everybody is horrible. I couldn't or, agree more. Or up to something. But yeah. actually, most people are lovely. Most people are brilliant all over the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, Steve in Nutfield, uh, sorry, says, there was an old guy in the 70s, uh, in Mill Guy, uh, in Glasgow, who was a legend just for sticking his dentures out when he spoke to kids. <laughs> Sammy Guthrie, he says, I'm now 48 and I can see him now and hear the laughter. A true local hero. Nice. When I grew up in Stoke, there was a lady next door who would rescue wild animals and abandoned pets and keep them in the garden, which is full of cages and sawdust. It smelled awful. And my mother told me I wasn't allowed in the garden when it was hot because of the smell. I was terrified of her. She looked like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons. <laughs> Hang on, The Simpsons. <laughs> then one day she presented me with a tiny grey kitten as a birthday present. 21 years later, 
Eddie the cat is still lying on my lap now. That's from Tommy Northampton. A 21-year-old cat. That's the thing that I got out of that. It is still alive, I'm assuming, <laughs> from that text. That's what it looks like. Unless it's died and then she yeah. just... She just really likes the cat. I just got it stuffed. Yeah, I got used to this melt. <laughs> she enjoyed it. And now I'm that crazy lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who keeps local dogs and animals. Uh, that's a nice story. I like that, Tom. So, uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, hello, uh, this is from Jack. Hello, Jason uh, and Rob. Could you say hello to Barry the Beret? Uh, or Beret, uh, the local drunkard who used to direct traffic in Great Yarmouth. <laughs> that's, that's the sort of person you want doing it. They're great, they're just the fellows that stand at the side just kind of waving cars on. <laughs> that's him. It's important work, it needs doing. <laughs> if he doesn't do it, then little kids do it, don't they? Exactly, yeah, he's, sa he's saving lives. Absolutely. That's what yeah. he's doing. Uh, it Jack moving. says, uh, decidedly average show this morning, which I take as a compliment, because it's usually terrible. <laughs> so we've actually, what, from Jack? Is Jack we're, quite we're, a hard taskmaster? Jack's, Jack's a tough one, yeah, to, right, to please, but, uh, you know, it's early, it's early, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah, what, what, are you do what, what, what have you done, Jack? <laughs> yeah. Are you a local hero? <laughs> we've done an hour of radio so far, yeah. what have you done with your Jack, morning? locally renowned for just uh, being a bit grumpy about stuff. <laughs> being slightly down on proceedings. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Uh, we'll celebrate uh, your childhood heroes, uh, or maybe you've got one uh, these days as well. But I sort of quite like the ones from the seventies and the eighties. Rose tinted. They've just got mad names, haven't they? Oh, I remember one-eyed Tom. Like, They're like, less libelous as well, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So eight twelve fifteen on the text, uh, celebrating those local heroes who had a profound effect on your life. Music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Rob Rouse. Good morning. This morning, very funny comedian. Thank uh, you very much. Who's, uh, when did you start comedy? I started in the uh, very end of 1990. No, no, 98. It was 98. Oh, okay, so just like... Just 1898. 1898, yeah. yes. Yeah. It was hard about them, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We did yeah. it. We used to do it in black and white. <laughs> tough, tough going. Uh, so if you are up and about this morning, uh, which I'm sure more people are now, Nine no, people are crawling out. This is the other thing now. that you find on this uh, show is that not, a lot of people set their alarm for nine and, and are up at nine. Mm. So that first hour's dedicated people getting up. I thought it was a quality. Get up. Could some quality input there, there was, from the listeners. There was a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking this morning. Uh, we've been talking about uh, local heroes. Uh, so when I was uh, when I was a kid, there was a, a guy on our road who used to fix the bikes. He used mm -hmm. to fix kids' bikes, and uh, he was a mate of mine's dad, uh, Ralph Frame. And he fixed the bikes. It's a real name. <laughs> and uh, he used to fix the bikes. And that's that's what that's what we're after this morning. All those uh, local heroes. Uh, Dave uh, Bruce, sorry, in uh, Bruce Davis in Sheffield, uh, said uh, his he used to see his local legend. It was actually Buster Merrifield. Ah, oh. from Only Fools and Horses. He was great, wasn't he? Oh, that is a local legend. Big I like fan that. of Buster Merrifield. Uh, so if you are uh, if you want to just give somebody a shout out. Uh, one of those heroes from back in the day, then you can do it this morning on the radio. We've got some some, some big songs coming up. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Coldplay, Ash, Bit of Queen, Happy Mondays, Blondie. We've got a lot coming oh, up. Oh, nice. It's going to be a good hour. So stick around uh, or give me a call. 030 123 1215. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Joined by Rob Rouse this morning on Absolute Radio. Good morning, Jason. Uh, very Good morning, morning everyone. If you want to uh, uh, look him up online, where can we find your stuff? Oh, Rob? I'm lurking about the internet, just Jason. Yeah. <laughs> up and about. Yeah, oh. just put it put it into the, you know, whatever, about. search engine, it'll all pop up. On a search engine. All the horrors will arrive. <laughs> I don't think I've heard the phrase search engine for a while. Yeah, I didn't want to say, uh, you know, Google. Flugel. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why not? Uh, so, um, I mentioned earlier, uh, just before nine, that I, uh, I fixed my daughter's bike the other day. I'm very proud of you. I know, I was proud of myself because I'm not, be. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm not that guy at all. And I remember, um, a while back actually doing a, a comic relief, uh, video and uh out in uh, in africa and i remember speaking to this guy who um we were chatting about various uh thing you know th things from my life and things from his life we were mm. having a little chat to each other and um i sat on this chair and i was like it was sort of a bit uncomfortable and when i looked at it it had like four different legs on it like the back had been replaced yeah and it various stuff like that and i looked at it and i said how, how come this has not been thrown away yeah. And he looked at me like I was mad. Yes. Like bonkers. He was yeah. like, thrown away. I was yeah. like, yeah, because, like, it was broke. And why don't you just throw it away and it was broke? Yeah. He said, but why wouldn't you just fix it? And he Absolutely. was looking at me like I was mad. And I yeah. thought, God, that's, that's, I am mad. Yeah. Why would I throw something away that was broke when it could be fixed? It's inspiring, isn't it? it I, I went to uh, Africa about four years ago. And uh, without sight, I'm suddenly I'm, I can sit here in a caftan and beads going, go, <laughs> life change. It is, isn't yeah. it? Like, you just realise, just there is uh, so many old cars because the guys know how to fix them. <laughs> yes, exactly. They've sussed out exactly how to fix everything. It's brilliant. I've just not a clue. Like, my mum, I, I'm, I bought my mum a car, like, about, I don't know, eight years ago. And uh, <laughs> the one she wanted, which was this Hyundai thing... <laughs> Um, you sure, got, Mum? I know, I you like, sure? Yeah, I like it because it's, like, it's a big, like, eight-seater job. It's yeah. massive. But, you know, she's got a big family and yeah. her friends and all that. I said, fine, we'll get it for you. So it's been nothing but trouble, Rob. Nothing but trouble. Yep. To a point where this week, she went she went and got it fixed at the uh, at the mechanics. Uh, 1,200 quid was what we were quoted. Now, I've said it on this show before. I think they make it up. They do. Like, I don't think it's real. Plug it into a computer, 1,200 quid. <laughs> yeah, 1,200 quid, that, yeah. yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, your aura's gone, mate. Your aura's yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only replacing. Uh, the black box, uh, that's gone. Uh, so, uh, 1,200 quid. And then, after I'd paid the 1,200 quid, they went, oh, there's something. This thing's gone on it. It's got to go to a specialist at Hyundai. Oh, dear. To have a look at. That, that doesn't sound cheap, does it? That's got to be upward of two grand, isn't it? Surely. Another 2,200 quid. You're joking. That's what they just That was quoted. just a random guess. I was no. being flippant. Twe and I was, I, I went under. £2,200. <laughs> on top of the 1,200. Jeez. I said, mum, I said to mum, you know what? I said, find out where the nearest we buy any car is. Yeah. And get rid. Yeah. Because that thing. It's a lemon. It ain't coming home. That's a lemon, isn't it? There's just no way. An yeah. eight-year-old car spending that much money on. But what I want to be is the guy who goes, give it here. Yeah. Well, what you got to do I'll is, have a look. You've got to buy a really old car to do that. I, I bought a really old MGB many, right. many years ago. And it's like a Meccano kit. Nice. And you can change the radiator. Four screws, two pipes, boom. New one in. Like Lego. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want to be. I want to be that guy. Yeah, but, you, but we all can. See, I firmly believe that we all can be those guys and gals in life. We can. Because, and we're, we're told our default position in, in our consumerist world is to yeah. go, oh, I can't possibly yeah, do it. Well. Look at me, I'm so middle class, I can't use a spanner. You, you can work it all out. YouTube, incredible resource. So many helpful people on YouTube. There are, actually, I fix. must say. I learned how to um, do, uh, do braids of a girl's hair. There you go. On YouTube. Absolutely. I was, <laughs> I was trying to work it when my daughters were kicking off because I could only do a ponytail. That's a dad's skill. Like, right then. I yes. will learn something while you're at school. You watch. Good lad. You watch. Uh, so 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. When was the last time you fixed something proper? 
prop. That's what we want this morning. You fix something, and you're your own legend. Yeah. I fixed it. Yes. And it could be something little, something massive. That's what we're after. 8, 12, 15 on the text. This is... It's weird that they left in that bit where they put the guitar down. <laughs> the end of that song, isn't it? Hey man, leave it in. Hey, I'll be it. fine. So we're cool with the yeah, chili peppers. Yeah, it's cool, man. Cool. <laughs> I got an email off the chili peppers once. Did you? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? What did it say? Um, it wasn't meant for me. No, it was. Um, I did a show for BBC One called uh, Walk on the Wild Side. Yes, which um, I remember it. Yeah, 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 it was fun. That it was a good fun show. It was like animal, uh, animal sort of footage, and then we just did loads of. Uh, voice daft voices. Yes. Just loads of really funny people. Sarah Millican, yeah. John Richardson, Steve Edge. Uh, uh, loads of really funny people. Rod Gilbert was on there. Yeah. Really great fun. And uh, so it was it, the hardest show to write. Like, it was really tough because yeah. we had to watch something like eight hours of... Uh, oh, longer, no. Something like eight, 800 hours. Just of, rabbits of, going of, in and out of burrows. Yeah, loads. Yeah. So anyway, it was great fun. And uh, it did really well. You, uh, for people who don't remember the show, it was uh, the most famous sketch, which has been seen by like 20 million people on YouTube, yet I still can't work out a way of monetizing that, uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, the two marmots shouting, Alan! Alan! Yes! Alan! Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that one. Oh, it's not Alan, it's Steve. Uh, so we did that one. And uh, to a point where sometimes I'm at the football, and if a player is called Alan, yeah. like 40,000 people will chant Alan, and I'm Amazing. like, I wrote this. That's incredible. It's quite weird. You just give that one away for free. I know. Never going to monetize that. I can't work it out. At festivals, people are still doing it. Yeah. How can I make money out of that? (laughs) um, So uh, it went. So it went. Did quite well. uh, And we had various people request DVDs for it. And one email came through to the production company, and it was from uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers (laughs) manager. (laughs) <laughs> who had seen a couple of ch- clips of it on YouTube and really wanted uh, a, a DVD for the tour bus. <laughs> it's random, isn't it? <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? It's really random. Alan, Alan. <laughs> Just a chilli puff. Chat, hey, chat. Man, put that nighttime, dark, dark time thing on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what, it was uh, yeah, it was a fun show, that. Uh, so, 8.12.50, this one, we're talking uh, fixing stuff. If you've ever... Uh, fixed anything. Uh, we've got uh, no name on this one, but it says, uh, I fixed my 14-month-old uh, AAA washing machine with a plastic lid from a Parmesan cheese tub and oh, a YouTube video. Saved £100. We are talking about, that's, listeners. That's proper, isn't it, that? What a hero. Three years later, still working. Of course it is. Of course it is. You fixed it with a plastic Parmesan <laughs> cheese tub. <laughs> I'm into that. I like that. Have you seen one that's come through there? Uh, this is good. Morning, Jason. Listening in whilst working away in the office. Just messaging regarding to fixing things. Um, a little while ago, I had my uh, proper proud daddy moment when I took my son's broken Nerf gun apart, worked out how we all work, fixed it and got it working good as new. Yes. In return, he shot me. But, um, <laughs> can you strip down a Nerf gun in ten seconds? Yeah. That's the kind of field <laughs> skills that a soldier needs, isn't it? Yeah, that's like military. Soldier, bring that Nerf gun down. Strip <laughs> it down. Wow, I love that. Yeah. Because you don't, I mean, I've got a thing at the moment in my uh, MacBook where the, um, the, the, the calendars just stop working. Yeah. Like, stop working, and I'm trying to work it out with the iCloud and the phone and Can't the thing, done. and it's and I'm sharing it with different people. I'm trying to work it out, and it's not working. And and so, at the, currently, I have no idea where I am, what yeah. I'm doing. My life's just a mess right now. And uh, so, I rang up uh, Apple Care. Yeah. 
45 minutes on the phone to a guy who's like who can like log into your screen that's weird yeah yeah and uh, yeah. and and <laughs> you're like he's like moving stuff i'm like well don't open that folder <laughs> yeah. whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, careful careful there careful there yeah <laughs> and, no, no we're not on round two don't don't look at don't look at the internet history yeah. <laughs> so, so i um anyway it didn't work it didn't work in the end but you, you when computer technical things go yeah. wrong internet things go wrong that is when you your head just Explodes. Absolutely, because well, you, you can't do anything mechanical. No, I, I had an issue with my old uh, computer where a VHS video cassette fell off a shelf, landed on the computer, and broke the screen. So basically, old technology attacked the new, a revenge <laughs> strike. And I, uh, I looked up on another computer on YouTube how to change a screen on a oh. on a Mac. Bought a screen. It was going to be like five hundred quid job. Yeah. Bought a screen for a hundred quid on the internet. Stop got it. Got the little screwdrivers. Followed it step by oh, step. Your your Put next level stuff. Man. I love it though, and because I was inspired by Bill Burr, American Comics yeah. podcast, and he was saying about doing stuff. Wow. And I did it, and I emailed him to tell him, and he replied. Oh, brilliant. On the new screen. Oh wow. But you can fix stuff. You can. Yeah, fix because stuff. you're beholden to. It's like with computer stuff wrong. Like I went into Apple. You know, you got to meet a genius. You're basically beholden to the those kids that got bullied at school. Now Absolutely, they're now yeah. the kings. They're in control. They're in charge. It's wrong. And I went into Apple. What an, what annoys me is this: the prey like, have become the predators. <laughs> That's exactly it. You come in and you're like, it's like geese now can kill lions. It's wrong. Isn't it? <laughs> it shouldn't happen. You need to book an appointment with a genius. Yeah. Well, I just need this fixing now. You need to make an appointment. I need to make an appointment at a shop. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's isn't what it? I'm in the Tesco. I'm like, where's the chicken? Uh, can you make an appointment uh, with one of our <laughs> chicken specialists? One of our, our poultry geniuses. <laughs> yes, unbelievable. Uh, so eight twelve uh, fifteen on the sex this morning. Uh, you fixed it. What was the last thing you fixed that you were just dead proud of yourself and and really wanted a, a pat on the back? Maybe you got one at the time. Or maybe you just want one right now. 8, yep. 12, 15 on the text. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Yeah, right. so I was just busy fixing the, this biro bike. Oh, look together. at you. Look at you just mending that biro. That's good for another you 20 years. that, Rob Rouse. Fair play to you. No problem. Uh, we're talking fixing things. Fixing things. You fixed it and you either didn't get the... Uh, you know, well, the celebration you deserved at the time. Now you're getting a pat on the back. Absolutely. What I like is that we've been talking about big things, cars and uh, washing machines and bikes yeah. and uh, computer screens and various stuff. And then uh, we've got this one from Jack. Morning, Jason and Rob. I recently changed the light bulb in the kitchen. It had been like that for a fortnight. If we cooked at night, we had to open the fridge door to illuminate the kitchen. Jack, you're a hero. He's a hero. It's only yeah, little, but it got done. Other people could have kept walking past that. Absolutely. That job that needed doing. It's easy done. I've got quite high ceilings. It's a, it's a job to change the light bulbs. Yeah, sometimes you just deal with the darkness, don't you? Yeah, what I do is I, I wait until a certain amount of got, has gone. Yeah. And then I go, all right. But <laughs> when one goes on off it. and a lot go at once, don't they? They yeah. all go, right, we're all off now. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, well, mainly because I change them at the same time, so they've probably got roughly the same lifespan. <laughs> Is it that? I was, is it, do you think it's that, or is it? Or is it the electric? Oh, committing Harry Too Carrey. much electric in the other ones. Yeah, they just go. Oh, ah! Well, if he's gone, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> this is a belt. I've got a lovely go one on. here. This is um, your listeners are fantastic. They, they are. Never, aren't they? never fail to amaze us here. Good morning, Jason. Rob, I managed to fix a fish. What? This is they've gone. Yes, like an actual left, fish. Left turn. Left I love turn. It. I inherited a fish pond with a house move. No emotional attachment to the fish at all, but one of them had swum upside down for three months, making the pond look untidy. I like Nothing that. gets your goat more than an upside down, <laughs> untidy looking fish. <laughs> a bit of YouTube and some cooked peas, and it was working properly again. 
Proper chuff, Stephen Shrewsbury. Well done, Steve. Wow, well done. S and saved a life. Here's your pat on the back. Absolutely. Oh, that you actually did that. Just a singular pat. <laughs> actually, yeah. hit myself in the kidney. That's rather <laughs> winded me. Lisa in uh, Surrey, she says, Morning, Jace. Uh, we have the therm a thermal printer at work. I don't know what one of them is, a thermal yeah, printer. Yeah, either. Uh, work that stopped working uh, not long ago, and I kept emailing IT about it. Uh, for, never get back to you. <laughs> never do, never do. Uh, about two weeks, and they uh, kept saying that it was some issue or another. Or, in the end, I decided to, I'll have a look at it myself. Yeah. I'll have a look at it myself. Good on you, love. She unplugged it, plugged it back in, worked. Bob's your uncle. That's all it needed. So you don't need an IT department for that. No. <laughs> I, I remember uh, there was a lad at work who got so infuriated with the printer. Like, we had a little printer next to us on, on the desk. So, um, this is before Macs and the, everything took over. So, the computer and that big, like, tower yeah. <laughs> next to you, and then this printer. And um, he was clicking something clear. I could see him getting agitated and getting angry. And they were a bit old at the time, anyway. And on his screen, it kept saying, um, cannot, uh, you know, cannot locate printer. Cannot mm. locate printer. He got to a point where he grabbed the screen <laughs> and it, and faced it to this printer. <laughs> He's going, look, it's there! It's there! <laughs> Proper angry. A real falling down moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 8, 12, 15, uh, on the text this morning, Helen says, Hi, Jason, I used to work in a bank. I fixed a bit on a cash machine that gives out receipts with a rubber band. Quality. That is a quality fix. I'm into that. Well done, Helen. <laughs> I like a bit of that. My dad, many years ago, fixed our bath. He was doing some DIY and dropped a hammer in the bath. Huge crack in the bottom. He got a four-pint pack of... <laughs> Did she actually say huge crack in the bottom? Huge crack in the bottom of the bath. Okay. Um, <laughs> he got a four-pint milk carton, which had a, a natural curve in it, put it on the crack and siliconed it in place. Lasted about four years until they could afford a new bathroom suite. <laughs> Woo! That's from Vicky and Leeds. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? Because that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's, it's become, in our world now, it's become cheaper to replace things yeah. than the, the work it would take to fix it. Because if you've got a professional in, yeah. they will charge more. Absolutely. They charge more than just replacing it. I mean, down to actual cars. I mean, I'm talking cars. Yeah. Oh, I better get a new one. Yeah. To get this fixed. You're still smarting about that Hyundai, aren't you? Yeah, I'm that Hyundai <laughs> making up prices. How dare you? Uh, so, uh, 8, 12, 15 uh, is the text this morning. Uh, if you uh, want to give yourself a little pat on the back. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So we're talking fixing things this morning. <laughs> you little, fixing chair. You have a little shuffle there. You yeah, sound like the end of the shuffle. Chili Peppers song there. Sort your chair out. Uh, if you, want, you won't hear that in medium wave, but uh, if you're listening, yeah, that, yeah, it's the details you get in FM. That's it. Yeah. It's like HD. Time to upgrade, isn't it? It's like HD for radio. Yeah, <laughs> not doing advert. I don't, I'm not bothered <laughs> what you do. Uh, if you're up and about this morning, me and Rob Rouse are talking about fixing things, just yes. getting stuff done. Now I didn't realise. I thought fixing my daughter's bike and the odd little thing I've done over the uh, over the years was good enough. But you're you're proper. I mean, you you fixed a computer screen. Fixed a computer screen. I stuck. Uh, I don't want to. It rubbed me on rhubarb here, Jason, but um, <laughs> I, I put a Velux window in a roof, in a sloping roof. After, in a sloping roof, after, not after, even... After four days of watching uh, YouTube videos and not sleeping. Just, just like cats off. falling off pianos. <laughs> yeah. Not helpful. But I got one in, I got one in. Wow. And um, it took me three days, but I waited for a good spell of weather. Yeah. And But I did make the site good at the end of each day, tidied up. And, uh, Some black bags? Uh, no, I used, I used a twister mat to cover the <laughs> hole in the roof. <laughs> 
So for the, you can Please tell me you put the coloured side outwards. Of course it is, yeah. yeah. Of course it is. Got to give the squirrel something to do. <laughs> yeah. that, looks, that looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, so Ellis in Maidenhead says, I fixed my dryer after freshly washing some clothes. When I went to put the clothes in the dryer, the little clip on the door that keeps it shut had snapped off. Uh, it started turning round, uh, and I was like, what am I going to do? So I worked uh, out that I, if I could drill a tiny hole next to the edge of the door, Brilliant. put a piece of metal there with a screw as a makeshift latch, two years ago, still going strong. Oh, congratulations, because that, that takes extra guts, because to drill an extra hole in your washing machine, it's a big <sighs> deal, isn't it? That is a big I'm going deal. in, I'm going surgical. Uh, Paul in Barnes says, Morning, Jason, using a YouTube video, I changed the front discs and brakes on my car. I felt well proper afterwards. Good lad. That is proper. Look at this, uh, fixing things, uh, uh, mini convertible roof, plastic bracket. This has been written, I think, by some kind of army major, because <laughs> <if they've, laughs> it's all in full stops. Anyway, but it says, um, uh, I went to a local soft top specialist who quoted 450 quid. I stared at it, got two bits of curved Meccano and, so <laughs> and associated bolts, fixed it. Still good two years later. Two years seems it to be the... It can be done. Seems to be the time. Yeah, two, yeah it's two-year guarantee <laughs> on all fix-it work. <laughs> uh, morning. A, a wheel fell off my lawnmower after a, uh, some... After the metal had rotted. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would start replacing it if metal was rotting. Not not your but listeners, Not friends. these guys. Not your listeners. Simon says, no chance. I fixed it with an Ikea wardrobe fixing. It works so well, I modified the other front wheel as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. <laughs> improved it. Still working two years later. Absolutely. I'm, I'm adding that. That's brilliant. Everything's still working yeah. two years later. That, that's, that's your Steve Wright loving the show catchphrase. <laughs> still working two years later. Two years later. So, 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text this morning. I like this one as well from Phil. Phil Trask, uh, working in Wisbeck. He says, morning, gents. I'm in the army. I'm in the army. I left for Afghanistan for six months. Needless to say, my wife's heart was broken. Oh. I returned home. I said, I'm home. One heart fixed with two words. Oof. Oh, Phil. Phil. Oh, Phil. That's a bit steamy, isn't it? Oh, getting a bit hot under the collar myself there, yeah. Phil, you old romance. I better go and fix that shower. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Phil, yeah, straight away. Come on. My God. Have you been out to, Have you been out and done any of those gigs? I've, ne I've not. My wife won't let me go. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, my ex-wife was happy for me to go. <laughs> yeah. What's happened there? <laughs> Maybe the reason. Oh, yeah, no, I've done a couple of them. A couple of them, they're pretty, no, uh... I, I, I'd be interested to go, yeah. I'll be, if I'm honest, I've never been booked. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've probably got things are bad enough out here without you coming. <laughs> well, Afghanistan, of course, the, the, the camp master is no longer there, so you, you probably won't get booked for that one now, but, uh... Yeah, that, as it always... gone. Yes, as always with this world, there's always a war zone somewhere needing a comedian. Well, I think that you can usually bank on that, can't you? <laughs> yes, exactly. I did have I did have a moment in Afghanistan where I was, um... I was doing this gig. It's quite scary, like, uh, not just the area, you know, uh, just actually doing a gig to 2,000 soldiers. Yeah. Uh, armed, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, a heckle's bad at the best of times. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they've, yeah. Got, well, they've got ammunition. Absolutely, and laser, laser pointers. <laughs> yeah. There was a moment where um, I was uh, stood on stage and the this uh, general came on to this, or a major came onto the, the stage, and, uh, and he came over to me, and away from the microphone, he went, so we're outside, mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of Camp Bastion, there's 2,000 troops, all from different areas uh, around the world, Danes and Americans and Aussies and what whatnot. And it's going well, the show's going well. I think, oh, this is going better than I was expecting. They're sober, of course, Muslim yeah, countries, they, they yeah. don't drink, so there's, uh, there's that. So there's a sober crowd, starved of entertainment. And it's going all right. And then this army major comes on, and he whispers into my ear, he says, Jason, um, now there's no need to be alarmed. <laughs> he actually said those words in my ear. <laughs> 
And I'm not brave. I'm you, not brave of the best of times. You have to just hear the word alarm. <laughs> yeah. He goes, no, there's no need to be alarmed. And I was like, well, I, I am, mate. <laughs> I yeah. am alarmed. And he said, um, could you just ask all the snipers to make their way to the back? Oh, <laughs> That's my what he God. Said. So, yeah, as he said, in the middle of my set. No way. And I thought, hang on a minute, I am, I am alarmed. Cause, yeah. like, <laughs> is this you know, usually alarming? Yeah, this, this would be alarming, like, at home, never mind in the most dangerous desert in the world, under the only spotlight. Like, I'm the only one lit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a, like in a, a desert. balloon. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. It, it was fine in the end, I'm, and I'm, I'm alive, and everybody else was, so it was fine. But, uh, yeah, that was probably one of the scariest Ooh, moments of my life. That's a pressure gig, isn't it? It was hard getting back to it. Yeah, to be honest. Anyway, you know when you're in Tesco? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, those machines are annoying, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. Me and Rob Rouse this morning were talking about uh, fixing things, if uh, if you've ever fixed something. And I don't just mean because it's your job, like you're a plumber or a builder or, or that's... that's. I'm talking about when it's a surprise even to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like you fixed it. Yeah. I did that. Because you're not kowtowed to the your world of buying consumerism and craziness. Yeah, buying Get it new... fixed. Exactly, exactly. That's what we're after uh, this morning. Uh, and it can be for any reason as well. got uh, a text here that says, um, Morning, lads. I used to work at Halfords. Two attractive girls came in. They needed a Ford KA. Is it KA or a Ford car? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They David Bowie in a Ford car. <laughs> I'm I'm in, I, don't I don't know how to pronounce anything. I just found out that Octavia is Octavia just from an advert. That's a made-up word, about a minute ago. You can't get a made-up word wrong, no, mate. No, I've been You've been too hard on yourself. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> um, two attractive girls came in, needed a Ford KA headlight bulb changing without even consulting the wheel fix-it manual. <whistles> he sorted it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Half an hour. They only spent three quid. But he took his time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that, pal. Good lad. Uh, so uh, do let us know eight twelve fifteen uh, on the uh, on the text. I've, I've I've actually only just stopped not being ill. Have you? I've been sickly for like nearly two weeks. In what way? Oh, I Who mean knows? Wa ways that you can't say on the radio. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Not nice ways, but um, bum flu. Oh yeah, if you, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> I had this odd moment the other day, and this this is something nobody talks about, but I'm going to mention it anyway yep. right now. As as people will know, I'm uh, I don't I, we ha we have a blended family. Yes, if you will. Is, is, is the modern way of saying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And uh, my four children, who I have with my uh, ex-wife, we had this moment where they were they were really ill. Like, well, mm. I was ill, then I got a bit better, and then I had to deal with them being ill. Yeah. You come into the into the bedroom at like 11 o'clock at night, just full of sick and all sorts of yeah. like, oh, oh, bless him. And uh, so anyway, sorted it out, and then literally as one went, just went off to sleep, the other one came in being sick yeah. and... and uh, dealt with it for like 24 hours and of course these days with school you've got to leave them off school yes you know all that sort of stuff yeah so i'd had them like thursday friday saturday sunday so four nights and then they were going back to their mums on the on the monday gen after school is the yep. usual uh, way it, way it worked and uh but of course they were ill so i had to ring her and say look they're not they're not well what what do you want to do i'm happy to keep them for a bit longer she went, no i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll take them so um I dropped off four sickly children to my uh, ex-wife and uh, and then left. And what I think is something that people don't talk about is the bonus and benefits of the split family. Yes. As I dropped them off and the and the waft of sick went, I was like, yes. oh, thank God for that. 
I've got to get home now, tidy up, clean up. A full air change. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, you deal with that. Oh, by the way, they've got to be off school for 48 hours as well, so, uh, <laughs> I'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> so were they off for the Tuesday, for the, uh, So they were off for the, for the, for the strike yeah, thing. Yeah, we took or, our lad out to protest against the SATs. Yes. We did. My daughter, though, still went to playgroup. Scab! <laughs> she crossed the picket line. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Couldn't shout scab at her all the way to playgroup. Scab! You're a tough dad. You are a tough dad. It's got to be done. <laughs> 8 12 15 is the uh, Texas morning. Uh, we're here till 11 o'clock, so uh, we'll, we'll work out something to talk about after. Yeah, no uh, problem. Uh, after, after 10. Uh, James has texted in. He says, Less talk, more music. You're thinking of a CD, James. <laughs> This is the radio, pal. It's easy done. Jason. <laughs> That's a nice bit of. Uh, Thank you very much there. Nice bit of dad whistling there. Just from Rob whistling Rouse. along with the mandolin. <laughs> That's cute. I like it. Hey, good morning. It's Jason Manford on, on Absolute uh, Radio. Um, I had an odd moment this week with my mm -hmm. um, my daughters are uh, uh, twins who are six, and then uh, the five year old. She's. I mean, they're all special, of course, but she is. She's thoughtful. Right. And I don't mean as in, oh, that's nice, as in she sits and she thinks. Yes. About stuff. She's a counterpuncher. Yes, yeah. quite. And what's unusual about her is she can wait maybe two or three days for revenge, which is interesting <laughs> for a child <laughs> who live in a world of immediacy. Yeah. And uh, there was a moment yesterday. Now, I try my best to be a serious dad. Yeah. But I'm just not. And it's I, hard, I, isn't I it, really yeah. try. So yesterday, uh, I was uh, I was doing a bit of work, and uh, my dad uh, and my partner they were um, the, the kids were downstairs, and I could hear a bit of commotion. And I was in another room. And I thought I've just got to do this work, and then I'll find out what's going on. I'm sure they can do it. My dad was over, sort of babysitting. But I mean, dad's grandparents are not great at it's it. It's old school babysitting, isn't it? Yeah, they're just yeah. like, well, whatever. Be fine, yeah, be fine. They're, they're versing each other! Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they can have biscuits for tea, can they? Yeah. And, um, so, anyway, he, uh, there, there was obviously some fight. Early on in the day, there'd been a major, major fight between yeah. the twins and my other daughter. And, uh, I shouldn't call her that, but that's, that's, that's how I'm describing them. And she took so, them both on? She took them both on and lost at that moment. Okay. So, she left it. Waited, yeah. bided a time. Everyone forgot, including the grown-ups. That's simmering, isn't it? Yeah, simmers, yeah. simmers, simmers, simmers. So later on in the afternoon, I hear this commotion. Ah, that's horrible! What are you doing? And then I hear my dad go, "That is terrible. You shouldn't have done that. That is awful." And I can hear this, and I think, "What's going on here?" And then, right, I'm telling your daddy. And so the door opens of the office, and she cut. They come in, and everyone stood there like. Waiting for me, and I'm, and I'm starting to get the serious dad sort yep. of thing going on. I thought, right, what's gone on? What's happened here? Yeah. It's a Rosie. Right, was, she's, she shouted uh, Annabelle up and said, Annabelle, I've got a trophy and I've left it on your bed. Yeah. And so she came running upstairs, dead excited about this trophy that was on her bed. And uh, she <laughs> went in the bed, and what Rosie had done was she'd done a poo in the potty and left it on a pillow. Classic. On in the potty, she's not disgusting. In the potty, on the pillow, as a trophy. It's like a, like a, some weird Godfather tribute, <laughs> yeah, like, a, like a horse's head. <laughs> now, I laughed so hard <laughs> <laughs> that everyone was looking at me like, this, "This is not your role in this. You're not one of the other kids." Uh, and oh. I just, I find this a lot where 
I'm supposed to be telling them off. Yeah. And just think it's really funny. It's very hard, isn't it? It's it, tough, isn't it? It's very hard. I, uh, I gave up teaching because I couldn't, I couldn't, un I couldn't deal with telling kids off because they always <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah. Because generally it's something hilarious. <laughs> I remember doing a, a quick one, did a day's supply somewhere and there was a fight, scuffle broke out. I saw, mm. took these two lads outside. In the 30 seconds I was out of the door, yeah. one boy completely covered himself in permanent blue ink. Wow. Literally blued himself like, a, like he was in, um, what's the film, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, and I was meant to tell him off and I didn't know what to do. And, and also, at my, I apologise if my ex-teaching partner, when I was training, Fran, is out there. She's yeah. a very good teacher. We had a paired lesson with a fourth-year class, year 10 in old mm. money, isn't it? So about 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the deal was I would be at the back of the room while Fran was teaching at the front, keeping order. And there was a group of kind of quite rebellious but quite funny lads at the back who, who would... They, there's no nice... But they were breaking wind, Jason, oh, to amuse each other. come on. Um, and uh, and it was it was but they were their timing was spectacular it was superb <laughs> and at one point I I I got carried away I lost control I joined in you did do, yeah you did just, a I as forgot well. where I was I suddenly I was a fifteen year old boy as well and I popped a little without managed to blame it on one of the boys obviously but I then realised that I, yeah I, I I couldn't be a teacher I was meant to be telling them off for yeah no and that's I joined not the job for you. Yeah, it's impossible, isn't but it? But as a dad, you've got no option. You can't, you can't quit dad. You can't, no, no. I've just got to try and be a bit more serious about things. It's very hard, isn't it? It's just when they look at you, like, with that face, and that they know it's funny. Yeah. And then they know that you know it's funny. Absolutely. But I think that's what it is. It, as human beings, I, I can't really trust anyone who takes themselves, like, properly, actually no. seriously. And also, you know, it's better to laugh, isn't it? Even yeah. if something horrible's happened. It's got to be. It's, Even it's if really... someone's used a poo in a potty as a trophy <laughs> and left it on someone's bed. <laughs> <laughs> like a horror show. <laughs> I think that's all right. I, in the end, I put, I sort of put her on put the. Put a poo in your bed. I put a poo in your whole family's bed. I put a poo in your mother's bed. I put a poo in your father's bed. I put a poo in all your beds. That's that's her. It's a good that's impression. What she did, isn't it? That's a good impression of her. <laughs> Text from Sam. He says, driving from Newark to Grimsby, I had to pull over to stop uh, howling at the trophy story. It's a, it's it was, a cracker, mate. It, it, it's just, it was, <laughs> we were just laughing about it as well. Yeah, it's, it's going to stay with me. It's, what, it's, the more you think about it, the more, the more evil it is. It's, it's really you, cold. There's a trophy up here. And the yeah. fact that my daughter came running upstairs, she'd done nothing to deserve a trophy. Yeah. But I'll have a trophy. I'll have one. Yeah, I'm going to hold this aloft <laughs> and parade that round the house. Whoa, think again, sister. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit like that, though, my daughter. She can do uh, just those odd things where um, sometimes what, what I like is she's she's so, like, calculated yeah. that she'll already have worked out what her punishment's going to be and whether it's worth doing the crime. Phenomenal. So, like, sometimes she'll, be, like, she'll do something and then I'll go, right, naughty step, and she'll sit on the naughty step and her face is literally, like, worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. Yeah, I'll do three minutes of bird for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so what I quite liked actually off the back of that was um, this week uh, in the in the House of Commons, uh, Jeremy Hunt. Uh, you've got to say that carefully. You've got to be very careful. You might give him his real name. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Hunt was uh, was told off uh, just right in the middle of of Parliament by John Burko, and uh, it was it's quite an unusual thing to um, to hear uh, an adult uh, being told off. But this 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 is the clip. Order. Order. To sit there fiddling ostentatiously with an electronic device 
defies the established convention of the House that such devices should be used, and I remind members, without impairing parliamentary decorum. They are impairing parliamentary decorum and in very simple terms are being rank discourteous to the Shadow Secretary of State and to the House. It's a point so blindingly obvious that only an extraordinarily clever and sophisticated person could fail to grasp it. Wow. That is great, isn't it? It's a hell of a telling off, isn't it? Tell him, Johnny B. I love that. I love that. And the irony was, actually, you were looking at your device during the clip. I honestly was. <laughs> I was just ordering an Uber for my mum. <laughs> While that clip was on. Perhaps that's what Jeremy Hunt was doing. Maybe he was I doing doubt it. it. No. He'd have been ordering some Imperial Stormtroopers to go and close down a wing of a children's <laughs> ward or something. <laughs> so, uh, getting told off as a grown-up is something yeah. is is a phenomenon that is rare. Yes. Yeah, well, you, you it, strike me as the sort of person who does get told off. I've got told off. Um, <laughs> I texted my wife about this just to say, when, when was that? I got told off. We were walking the dog, mm. and I'm not proud of this. Go on. Uh, I always take dog bags with me. Oh, no. It's a mess. Oh, no. And uh, dog uh, um, did what he needed to do. Yeah. I bagged it up. Did she put it on a pillow or some of this? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I put, it, I put it in a bin. I put it in a All bin. Right, fine, it then. was out on the street. Someone's bin. Oh, they put out. I see. I'm well aware now, I'm now on shaky ground. Was it in the bag? It was bagged up, it was tied okay. off, a thick bag, quality dog yeah, muck bag. of course, of course. You know what I mean? I'm not an animal. No. Not and you. I placed it very gently on the top of their rubbish, thinking, the bins are out, they've not been taken yet. Right. Or, actually, maybe I'm lying to myself, maybe I put it, <laughs> dunk, into the bottom of an empty bin. Oh. Where it could the... then, it could go off as a grenade later when they put a heavy bag in. <laughs> yeah. Either way, the point is, as I put it in, I got spotted by the... The owner of the house. The owner. And uh, this lady kind of, she shook, she she opened the window and, and she started shouting at me. Did she me. shake her fist? She did, she shook her fist. <laughs> and said, do don't you put that in my bin. Wow. Take it out, take it out. And I did take it out, but I com I became a teenager as I did it. I went, all right, okay, fine. Sorry. I'll get it out. And she was still, I said, you made your point. And get it out of the bin. I'm like dangling into a bin, which is horrible anyway. Get this out. My wife's howling with laughter. So there with the dog. And she kept shouting at me. The fact she kept rollicking me. <laughs> yes. Once I'd, I, I'd, I'd agreed I was wrong. Yes. <laughs> and and it, I, I reverted to every fibre of my being felt like a child being scolded. <laughs> yes. And I was horrified and it stuck with me for days. I bet. Yeah. Oh, but, man. But yeah, I don't like being told off. No. And the same thing happened to, in fact, my wife the year before, we were walking through the village and um, there was a fellow there with his son who was 11 and we saw his son throw a snowball at his dad on the back of the head <laughs> and he turned round... And he blamed my wife. He looked at my wife, what? a grown woman, a mother of two, and said, did you just throw a snowball? Even though there was a child exactly. there. Exactly. With cold hands. It was insane. And, and, and Helen just went, no. And he went, I, I don't believe you. You threw a snowball at me. And she went, no, I didn't. I went, she didn't, mate. It was your son. And he looked, he said, did you throw a snowball at me, son? And he went, no, dad, I didn't. Well, he's, got, a, he's got somebody else to pay the blame. I couldn't believe it. And he believed the boy, not my wife. She, wow. got, she got rollocked for throwing a snowball at a man that she never Amazing. threw. So we're talking adult rollocking this morning. Adult rollocking. If you've, uh, if you've had a telling off, as a grown-up, yeah. And either reverted back to being a teenager like Rob, or uh, or maybe you were in the right, I don't know, but it's better if you're in the wrong, yeah. I think. A, dr a public dressing down. Yeah, that's what we want. Eight twelve fifteen is the text if you want to tell us about the time you got a telling off as an adult. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, we were talking about uh, getting things fixed, like you just fixing stuff. 
you know, just anything at all, uh, and being proud of yourself. And uh, Scott, uh, although we did stop talking about it half an hour ago, to, uh, Scott, uh, Scott's uh, give us a call uh, to tell us about something that he's fixed. Good morning, Scott. Now then, how are you doing? It wasn't myself personally. I've got a, I can't okay. take full credit for it. Fair but, play, um, Scott. Colgate toothpaste. They had um, they had a big problem where um, boxes were oh. rattling along the production line. Every now and again, the toothpaste would miss the box, so they ah. were shipping empty boxes out to uh, to disappointed customers. So they decided what they would do is get a team of engineers in, spend twenty million quid, and they would basically put these uh, scales into the production plant, and it would it would basically sense an empty box, and then an alarm would go off, the whole plant would stop, and then somebody would go over and remove this box. That was the best so, thing they could come up with for 20 million. 20 million quid. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Wow. So then basically what they did, um, about three months down the line, they checked the stats and the alarm's not gone off for, for a few weeks. Mm. So they go down, CEO goes down to the production floor, has a look, and basically the, um, there's a fan, a desk fan from Argos, 20 quid, set up yeah. about a metre before this alarm, blowing the empty boxes off the production <laughs> plant straight into a bin. <laughs> and he, he said, what's going on? And one of the staff said, yeah, we were getting annoyed, but it's stopping every two minutes, so we just set this up. And so they could have saved nearly £20 million? Pounds. Yeah, with a 20 quid desk fan. Crikey. You've got to love that. You've got to love that. Well done, Amazing. Scott. I like that story. All right. Look Cheers, brother. Yourself. You too, Take mate. Care. Take care. Nice one. No, Don't worry, Rob, I filled the time while you I'm were... I'm so at... sorry about that. It took me longer than I thought. Rob popped to the loo, but I spoke to Scott instead. How is he? Well, you, you'll never know that story now, unless you listen to the podcast, which is released later on today. That's the only way I'm going to find out. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, so we're talking... Uh... It's a maze, this building. It got lost. Yes, it is a bit of a maze, to be fair. Yep. Uh, but you're back now. That's I'm back. Uh, we're talking this morning about uh, being told off. Yes. Uh, as a grown-up, because it does happen, uh, we've got a text here, um, I'm not sure who it's from, I must be, um, maybe it's a bloke, I don't know. Uh, I got told off for stopping in a bus stop by the bus driver. That does happen, they do give you a rollicking on Yeah, it. they do not like that. I did get my own back though, because I just trumped uh, really badly in the car, so when he told me off, <laughs> I mean it was really bad, but I mean it stunk, they put in capital letters. And as I opened the window, it wafted out to him, that's what you get for telling me off. <laughs> <laughs> so childish. Skunk. Like a skunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Skunk I, I, was, I was in danger. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was I panicked, in danger. I panicked. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so eight twelve fifteen on the uh, on the text. If you've ever been told off as a grown up, we got thrown out of a Ferrari shop on Regent Street for taking a photo of our niece sitting with the big Ferrari teddy bear. And I thought Italians like children. Quite right too. It's a really weird thing to add at the well, end. They do generally <laughs> they Italian do. restaurants. Yeah, they're great with they're kids, quite, aren't they? Yeah, but it's different in a Ferrari shop. Yeah, I imagine they've lost their sense of humour in there. Not, not that I've ever been in. It's just a shiny red car, isn't it? Yeah, so that's all it is. That's all it is. Well, it's certainly, certainly not going to go anywhere on the M25, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Karen Evans has texted in. She's yeah. ironing in Gateshead. Good, that. Yep. Uh, she said, uh, I got a telling off uh, and then grounded by my 16-year-old son for having love bites on my neck. I'm 43 years old. Whoa, hang on. Karen. Yeah, the grown-ups are still allowed to have a bit of fun, lad. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, son. Yeah. Chill out. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, ooh, there you go. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, so we're after them. We're after... So after this week, after, um... Jeremy Hunt. Uh, well done. Was, thank well, you. I know it's tempting because uh, you get away with it as well because loads of people have made that mistake. But yeah. I, I'm I'm a, I'm the bigger man. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Hunt was uh, told off uh, this week in Parliament for using his phone 
in Parliament, which is fair enough, isn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, for giving him a telling off. I mean, you're supposed to be working. Yeah, totally, yeah. And in a proper job as well. It's not, not like... Playing oh, snake. Messing around, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we got a, a good old telling off, uh, and you can find those... Uh, I've played the clip before, but uh, the, it's worth watching on YouTube, because yeah. John Burko's great. It, it is good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gives him a proper telling off. Uh, so uh, Alison is texting, I got told off this morning. This very morning, oh, she she's says. Literally, still smarting from it, I imagine. <laughs> Before setting off from Leamington Spa to Devon in my partner's new BMW for painting my nails and accidentally getting it all over the dashboard. Oh. And to be fair, he did say, be careful before I got in the car. We've now only just started talking to each other an hour later. That's, that's getting a bit <sighs> sleeping with the enemy, isn't it? That I don't know. I don't know whose side I'm on there. I mean, he did say be careful, but why do people say be careful? Yeah. It's only so they can say after the event, I said be careful. Yeah, is that... Oh, don't drop that. I wasn't going to, mate. I wasn't yeah. going to. If I do, it's an accident. Yeah. You it... saying don't drop it is not going to make me not drop it. In fact, it might make me more clumsy and self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you've added to it. Yeah, so probably Alison was doing it. She probably painted her nails fine in the car when she's on her she's own. Done no a, she's done it a million times, Rob. Absolutely, yeah, and her toenails. Yeah. But when he put pressure on her, she just started <laughs> panicking and smearing it all over the dashboard. It just went everywhere. Oh, nail polish remover, it'll come off. It? Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's I, literally a thing called nail polish remover. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I, I don't care. If about it was emulsion or like, anymore. you're not bothered about your no, car. No, okay, it's got a dent on every panel, which I figure makes it easy to park between two brand new Range Rovers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, uh, and when you have small children, your car's like a wheelie bin with an engine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, true. And there's always like, I swear, Brian, there's a topsoil developing between the, underneath the driver's seat, <laughs> just from old sandwiches and bits of banana the kids just kind of throw down like. I'll put some crests like, down there. Yeah, yeah, literally. You, there's, there's probably there's probably new species under there that no one knows about. <laughs> there's always like, the, like there's like a spoon with yogurt on it, uh, yeah. a bit of tin foil off a sandwich in a kid's book. <laughs> yes, that's basically. If I get pulled over, they'll think I'm a crack at it with a low reading age. It's ridiculous. It's literally, <laughs> it's a bomb site. Our car. But I'm proud of that. I think I've let it go. I think that's fine. I yeah. think that's cool. I, my, I, I often find things down the side of the chair. Yeah, that's like mush. Yeah, and I, I often leave it. Yeah, you, you just I go. Think, nah. Not, not, I'm not opening yeah, that can. That, that bit of tuna butty's gone. We'll never see that again. <laughs> never see that again. Yeah. As eight twelve fifteen on the text morning, being told off as a grown up. That's what we're. Uh, that's what we're interested in uh, this morning. So please. Uh, oh, you can give us a call. Like Scott did. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. It's a very easy phone number to remember, isn't it? It's one two three in the in the frequency on medium wave. Exactly. Oh double three oh. Yeah. At the beginning. But well, probably best is to, if we say it all in order. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, rather than coding. <laughs> rather than coding. <laughs> rather than confusing it. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Yeah, don't so. just randomly har hammer zeros, threes, ones, no, twos no. and fives in. That's not going to get you through yeah. to us. Uh, this comes up a lot as well when you, when you talk about the subjects. Uh, told off by a neighbour for playing music too loud. Because mm. you do sometimes, don't you, just think, I got told off, I remember one, I got told off in, um, uh, in a hotel room, yeah. uh, when the, they, they rang to say someone in the neighbouring uh, hotel room had asked if you could stop singing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm warming up for Chitty Chitty -chi Bang Bang! Yeah, I mean, I was going for it, but still. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, this is great, my auntie's uh, 60th birthday party, my auntie Susan, my auntie Helen uh, told, them, told the man who was doing the disco to turn it down because it was too loud. <laughs> Just pure rock and roll. <laughs> I love it. Jason Manford. This is 
music matters. Trace has texted in. She says she got told off for dancing on the chairs and tables in pubs and clubs. Go on, Trace! That's the sort of girl she is. I pubs like that. and clubs, and all clubs. in the same night. Yeah, she brings her own chair. You, you barred, out. Next one. <laughs> Tables, Have you got a chair under that coat? No, 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 no. Uh, I told, uh, I told my mum off. I told my mum off because uh, I like a mum who likes a double entendre. I told my mum off because I was about to cook a chorizo sausage and she said, oh, I think we've met before. Shocking. I mean, that's like Shocking. a single entendre. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that's a linear entendre, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Pure entendre. <laughs> uh, me and my husband getting told off by our 25-year-old daughter because we go to the pub too much and don't know when to come home. <laughs> Diane and Matt travelling home to Glasgow on the M6. It could be a very dark story. <laughs> Just years of madness. Maybe we just just don't like you, the daughter. <laughs> We'd rather just... Why have you not left yet? You're 25. <laughs> Maybe they're thinking that. <laughs> On a drinking weekend away in Hamburg, uh, this is from uh, uh, Mick in Huddersfield. He said that a lady with a pram went absolutely mad with me and a friend for crossing the road when the red man was on, fist-waving the full works. Oh. You know you're in trouble when the fist gets waved. You know that that human being has lost the plot. Yes, absolutely. And they're waving a fist. What are you going to do with that fist? <laughs> My favourite one, I think, uh, of the morning is this one. With no name. Yeah. Because it has to remain... Uh, it's still going through the judicial system. Yeah, it's still, yeah. I'm an electrician working in a hospital. No, I'm not mentioning which hospital, of yeah, course. He said, me and my team are currently under investigation for playing tripsy in a corridor on each other. <laughs> we were pulled into an office and had to give statements on who tripped who up. We're all in our 30s. <laughs> we are awaiting the CCTV footage. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That, no, that's, that's, a, that's a fabric and a web of lies that will be un unpicked, <laughs> unpicked by the CCTV footage. What will be funny is if they put them all in separate rooms and start questioning them yes. and then start saying, well, look, Terry's already told us yeah. it was you. Yeah. <laughs> start playing yeah. them off each other. Ian said he was just trying to tie his shoelaces up. <laughs> but like making a murderer. <laughs> just like trying to play them off each other. <laughs> I love that. 8 to 15 on text. Uh, uh, Lisa said, in Birmingham, who's working hard, she says, hi, Jason and Rob. Uh, she said, cracking up this morning, she loved your, uh, your washing machine, uh, so the dog mess story in the wheelie bin. She, she's well, a fan of that. Thank you, thank she's you, Lisa. It, it, I mean, it's, it's... It'll all be on the podcast. It's a grey area, isn't it? It is a grey area. What do putting, you do? Putting bagged mess in a bin Who's that's not your own. No, Who owns the bin? Is the council own the bin, or is it your property? I got told off once for stealing someone's uh, wheelie bin. Quite right, too. And, well, you're saying I'm going to come down on you very hard for Mate, that, Mate, look. What happened was, every so often on our road... Yeah. A wheelie bin just goes. Yeah. Like it, poof, goes. Yeah. And so, what the neighbours then start doing is, in the dead of night, they start stealing over uh, wheelie bins. A bin shuffle. Yeah, there's a bit yeah. of a shuffle going on. So, some, I woke up, someone's half-inched the bin. Because I'm not one of these who spray painted our number on the front. Yeah, I've left mine au naturel. Okay, yeah, yeah, just kind of, it's just cool, easy come, lazy fair man, kind of vibe. I don't want, don't, one day I'll move. I don't want. They're everyone's bins. Exactly, I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I, I just saw a couple of bins up the road. Someone had nicked mine. I thought, well, I'll just have them. Yeah. In my head, I was thinking, maybe they're my bins. I yeah. knew, I knew they weren't. <laughs> yeah. I knew they weren't, and there was no numbers on them. Anyway, I wheeled them back to my, <laughs> my house. Was this dark? It was, was early. Daylight? It was early. It was, I was up early. Out, right, so up. you were banking on their not... Imagine imagine if you'd have been snapped, Pat. Oh, imagine if TV been... funny man, Jason Manford, <laughs> is a <laughs> steeled bin. Steely, steely bin. 
Yeah. There's the headline. See you in dressing gown still in a bin <laughs> with five o'clock shadow on your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, put it back in and therefore get away with that. That's fine. Put them in. Knock at the door. One of the neighbours. Uh, you stole our bins. I said, I don't think I, don't think I did. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he had, he'd put the number on the side. I'd looked at the front thinking oh, it was blank. It was on the side. Skillboy error. Sneaky. Probably written on, on in the underneath in that kind of uh, UV security <laughs> yeah. pen. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've not got a leg to stand on, though. You're like, ah, oh, fine. Yeah. Caught, caught red <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a public telling off. That's what it was, yeah. Got to tell off. At my, at my door. Quite right, at too. At my door. I also got told off in a, to in a, in a public toilet. Um, that's sound, that sounds weird. That's happened to the best of us. <laughs> I thought it was going <laughs> to. That sounds weird. No, I better finish this story quick. That's not one for... Uh, and I'll tell you after this song. No, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. tell you now. Um, I um, I was having a wee. I'm yeah. having a wee in the toilet. I say public toilet. It was in a pub. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, it wasn't like in a park. And uh, I was having a wee. And um, just let out a little trump. Mm-hmm. It happens. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you have a weird, like, everything lets go. So yeah, I'm, it's I'm an like, opportunist sometimes, isn't Yeah, exactly. It? I'll have yeah. a little trump. Anyway, just a little trump. I shouldn't have done that on the radio, but I just did it. <laughs> did, you know what one sounds like. I did a little trump, and uh, a guy who was washing his hands tutted. He wasn't a telling off, yeah. but he tutted. Yeah. Like, Because I, I did a fart. Yeah. In his, in his proximity. And afterwards I thought to myself, where else are you supposed to do these? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is the one place that, that that you should be allowed to do them, shouldn't you? Absolutely. I think Since so. they banned smoking, you can't do them in the bar anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's strong. Yeah. I, anyway, well, he, he wasn't happy anyway. I felt like saying it to him as well. Hey, mate, yeah. where do you do yours, eh? Exactly, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to start policing people who go for a sit-down and release a bit of gas <laughs> exactly. before the ordinance comes out? At least I was honest about it. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, I'll be back next Sunday with uh, with a different co-host. Rob Rouse has joined us this morning. It's been a delight. I thank you very much for having You've me. You've made me laugh an awful lot, Good, as well, usual. Likewise, likewise. As usual. Very funny, man. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, it'll be up uh, later on today. Uh, you can find Rob Rouse uh, all over uh, the internet. Yeah, um, robrouse.com. Yes, and uh, he uh, it will be in a sitcom tomorrow night. Yeah, Upstart Crow starts on Monday night, 10 o'clock, BBC Two. Fabulous. Have a little uh, watch of that. I'll see you next Sunday. Have a great week. Thanks.